Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Sunshine State. This is Sunshine Wiley, and I am your host. Uh, welcome back. Uh, it's been quite a while since I have recorded a live podcast or a podcast of any kind, but I thought it would uh, be a good idea to do something like this at this point in time, not because everybody's going live, but because there are so many things that I'm seeing right now um, that, you know, are really, really kind of bugging me out or or whatever. Um, I (laughs) haven't recorded a podcast in quite some time now. And so coming back and being able to do so uh, right now was kind of weird for me. I was like, you know, should this be the first one that you come back and do after such a long time of being on a hiatus? Or should you try to find something flowery and motivational and cute and sweet to try to record um, in order to make people feel more at peace, in order to make people feel more encouraged and things like that. But I figured that um, no better time than the present to be able to come back and jump in and do something that I know is something that uh, is within me to do. So today, I kind of just want to talk about uh, the power of vulnerability. Um, It's difficult for many of us to be vulnerable, both men and women alike. Um, And a lot of times when we operate in vulnerability, we think that it's a sign of weakness. And we think that it is, it makes us... uh, less than uh, what we actually should be. And I've actually talked about vulnerability before, but um, not in this way. Um, I'll I'll tell you a story. Um, there was this guy who um, I know who is uh, going through some things right now. And the way that he expressed himself really, really had me on edge. And I was just like, dude, are you serious right now? Like, is that the way that you want to really talk about the the fact that you're having issues right now. Um, And to be clear, this person kind of used having anxiety and having other um, emotional issues as a way to kind of get attention. And like, I always caution people and try to like tell people like, hey, you know, this isn't something that you just want. This isn't something that you just want to actually have in your life. This isn't something that you just want to... um, kind of broadcast and kind of fake and kind of play with because I wouldn't wish anxiety on anybody. It's something that um, when I first uh, realized what was going on, I was scared because I was like, why is this not something that I can fix on my own? Why is this something that I feel so ashamed of? Why do I feel like my inability to regulate my stress levels <laughs> uh, on my own. Why is that? Why is that so uh, frustrating for me? Um, and I know it's a lot of people that are the same way. People, um, as you know, now it's like 
maybe it's a trend. Maybe it's people really dealing with it. I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to, de to determine between the two. But um, there's a lot of people out here saying that they're dealing with anxiety. And people for the people who are, I'm definitely uh, in the fight with you because I deal with it too. Um, I'm definitely... Um, I'm definitely sad that we all have to face this, but I am hopeful and I know that this is something that we can face and we can be able to come out of uh, with a level of peace and with a level and with tools to manage where we are and where we're going to go because we can lead successful and healthy and happy lives being able to suppress, not suppress, that's the wrong word. Um, because that's one of the things that I have to come out of suppressing. And if you want me to be real, that's one of the things I've done for a long time. Like I've suppressed my feelings. I've suppressed how I feel. I've suppressed, you know, the things that I have felt emotional about for a long time. And it didn't do anything but cause a boiling point to occur, you know. And for me right now in this moment, vulnerability is really, really hard. Like it brings me to the point of tears because I don't want to admit that, you know, there's something wrong with me because so many of us are trying our best to, you know, be on the rise, to be uh, powerful and wonderful and exceptional and all this kind of things. And then to admit that there's something where there's a flaw or there's an area of vulnerability or something that can come in and just kind of be like, hey, you know, you got to fix that, too. It's, it's hard to face it sometimes. So back to him, I was kind of saying like, this isn't something to play with. You know, you don't really want to talk about having like anxiety or depression or any other kind of emotional issue when it's not real. Now, if it is something that's real, we can have a conversation about that. If it is something that's real, we can move forward and we can talk about that. And I am not of the mind frame of how it comes off to me. There's this meme that's going around where it talks about um, nobody's responsible for uh, managing your triggers or something like that. And true and correct. Nobody is responsible for managing your triggers. That is correct. However, the people in your life who understand and who know that there are certain things that you are battling, certain things that you are um, navigating, those people <laughs> should be compassionate and should be um, able to say, look, you know, I know you're going through this right now, but, you know, let me be a support to you. Now, does that say that they're supposed to do all the work for you? No, not at all. But I wholeheartedly believe that community is much better than isolation every time. I wholeheartedly believe that a lot of times when we want to heal or we want to go through or make it through or rise from a certain thing, we were always much more effective when we were a unit as opposed to when we were alone. I've never seen a great and powerful movement with just one person. You know, and you know what? I could definitely be wrong, but I definitely just feel like a lot of the things that we face shouldn't be faced alone. I feel like a lot of the things that we um, navigate through shouldn't be navigated through alone. I mean, like, why? Anyway, whatever. I could stay there forever. But it's a big deal to me to have people who are trying to hide under the cover, under the, uh, the mask or the face of these emotional disorders just to get attention. Now, if you want attention ask for attention, you know, let the people who are around, you know, that you are feeling like you're not seen because there's always something that's underlying. There's always something that's the root of you feeling like you aren't, or that you need that attention. Maybe you have had some past things that make you feel like you don't get enough attention. 
whatever the case is, that's something that you have to address for yourself, something you have to be honest about and have to say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm battling. First, let me be honest with myself and let me talk to myself about what I need in this situation. How is this serving me? And how will I be able to grow from this thing? Because the goal isn't to stay in that place. The goal isn't to stay where you are. The goal is to actually see that thing, address it, and then be able to grow and move on from it. Not to just stay there and wallow and say, hey, I'm dealing with this and this is just going to be me forever. Absolutely not. Um, So, (laughs) and then of course, with this COVID-19 thing going around, um, it's scary. A lot of people who deal with anxiety are through the roof right now. A lot of people who, you know, are mothers, a lot of people who are, you know, even if they don't deal with anxiety, normal people, people are afraid right now because we don't know what this came, where this came from. I mean, we know where the media said it came from, but we don't actually know where this came from. There's all these theories out there talking about how it's related to like 5G and things like that, where you it makes you kind of start reading and, and thinking and like, well, are these conspiracy theorists right? And, you know, do I have to be? And 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 if I go outside for just this one time to maybe go to the grocery store to get bread and eggs, am I going to come in contact with this one person who just happened to have COVID and this, that, and the other? And it's just like, yo, what are we going to do to be able to kind of combat all the things that are going through all of our minds right now. Cause in one fashion or the other, all of us are all thinking the same thing. Like, is this going to be the end for us? Is this, are we done after this? Like, is, are we going to recover from this? How is life going to look after all of this is over? All of us are going to, all of us have some form of that thought in our mind right now. And I feel like being able to be encouraging to one another, being able to like say things to each other that are uh, helpful would be good in this moment because it's just <laughs> it's just to a point where you know you have to start speaking the truth to yourself instead of just believing everything that's said. Um, and a lot of times people just say whatever is just being said are, are kind of parrots. They're parroting what they're hearing on social media or what they're hearing out in, you know, the open or at work. You know, do y'all know some of us still got to go to work? <laughs> some people still have to go to work. And it's just like, man, some of these jobs just don't care. And even though there's this threat of death and 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 illness for us and our families. Some of these jobs don't care. So that's, that's another story. But anywho, um, with this whole COVID-19 situation, um, I don't have the answers. I don't know what to say. I don't know what is the right thing for us in this moment. I don't know how it started. I don't know where we go from here. I don't know any of that, but I do know that in this moment, gratitude is what's keeping me grounded. Being able to speak truths to myself in kindness and in love is what's keeping me grounded at this very moment. Um, Because being able to say, look, this is how I'm feeling. This is where we are. But these are the these are the wonderful and amazing things that have happened for me um, in the past. And these are the things that are happening for me right now. These are the truths. I have a family. Even if you don't have a family, you have yourself. Find the gratitude, the amazing truth or the the whatever the truth is about yourself. Find that thing in this moment and be able to sit sit in and rest in that thing and know that, you know, better days are coming. Who knows when the better days will come? I can't promise it. I, I don't know. I, I'm no preacher, so I don't know exactly what 
of, of any kind, what the Bible, what the Quran or what anything would say about this moment right now. All I know is that in this moment, I choose happiness. In this moment, I choose peace. In this moment, I choose gratitude and I choose not to allow the fear to, to paralyze me. And I just kind of want to encourage everybody else to do the same thing, too, because it's hard. This moment is hard trying to find things to do because you got cabin fever. Like you sick of being in the house with your kids because they don't never shut up. <laughs> A whole cabin fever situation. And it's getting us to the point where we're ready to about strangle these kids. So um, don't strangle your kids. Uh, but uh, be able to laugh about it and find a way to walk it off and get through it. Because, you know, kids are going to be kids and they require a lot of attention. Yes, they do. <laughs> they require a lot of time and a lot of conversation, a lot of the redirection. And they just need things. And that's just what it is. That's how they start. But, um, yeah, just don't let that lead you to being about to choke your, your kid. Um, another thing I wanted to kind of mention uh, before my time is up is I wanted to kind of talk about being able to strengthen the relationships that are around you during this time of quarantine. Um, the people that are closest to you are the people who are going to be able to, number one, support you during whatever it is that you're going through, whether it be a new venture, whether it be difficult times, whether it be uh, whatever, you know. So being able to have strong relationships in that regard are, is going to mean like a ton, you know, being able to have strong relationships with people who can impart into you, who can speak life and encouragement into you and you doing the same for them. Because a lot of times, I don't know why, but we're in the stage where people are like, if you mention one thing about something that one person needs, they're like, well, what about the other person? Well, what about what they need? So we're going to talk on both sides today, because a lot of times I think for me personally, because it's not that way for everybody, but if it's something that I'm giving or if it's something I'm expecting to receive, I'm expecting to give the same thing. I don't expect to just uh, have my hands open without being able to do something in return. That's not how I operate personally. Now, other people might be different, but that's not how I do. Like, I don't expect to have my hand open and have, uh, you know, just receive, receive, receive and do nothing in return for the other person. That's just that's just not what I believe for me is a healthy way to be in relationships with people, whether it be platonic or romantic or parental relationships, whatever. Um, I definitely feel like there is a reciprocation that's supposed to be in there. So when I say those things, keep that in mind um, for me, from my perspective. So in those relationships, um, giving and receiving support is going to be super important. I actually had a, um, a difficult conversation with a friend of mine recently, and that person is in a place where they have to be very focused on their goals and on their task. And it was difficult to hear that, um, like the normal and regular everyday text messages that I would like to have are not necessarily something that is in their wheelhouse right now. And what I mean by that is just like right now, they feel like there is um, a void within their career. Not a void, but they feel like there are goals that they want to achieve. There are certain aspects that they want to reach within their career. And being able to just be social all the time is just not on in line with where they're trying to be right at this point. Now, does that mean that they'll never be social? No. 
Doesn't mean that they'll never reach out and be cool friends again. No, it just means that right now they are in grind time and they had enough care and respect for me to tell me, look, you know, if you don't hear nothing, hear much from me in this season, don't feel like it's you because this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm going through. This is where my head is at. And I can respect that. It's a hard pill to swallow because sometimes it's like, well, how hard is it to respond to a high text? I can't, I can't be the person to judge that for you. I can't be the person to say, well, you should be able to stop and drop whatever you're doing and remember to say hi to me. I can't say that. But what I can do is I can respect and I can support the fact that you're going through something, not going through, but you are pursuing something um, that means something to you. And that is a goal that you need to be able to get out and reach. And you need to be fulfilled in that regard. And if I'm truly um, in your corner, I need to be supportive in that aspect. I need to be able to say, look, you know what? I get it. I see where you are. I hear what you're saying. I'm not going to try to put myself in that situation. I'm not going to try to make this situation mine because it's not, it's your situation. And I respect that, you know? So in regards to that, uh, it makes it difficult sometimes when you put yourself in the situation or in the position of a person who is not you. Like sometimes different people have different thoughts and different, uh, focuses in their lives. Sometimes for me, when I get focused, I don't see things like I, I get tunnel vision when I'm focused on something. And so I can kind of understand where the person was coming from. But at that particular time, when I was trying to reach out to them, it felt like, man, I really needed somebody because I, you know, had these crazy things that were going on in my life. And it's like, you know, knowing this person and knowing everything that you know about them, if they are unreachable at this moment, is it because they don't want to be reached or is it because there's something more that they probably already expressed to you that's going on? And so sometimes we just got to remind ourselves to take a step back, to chill, and to not overreact about certain things. Because sometimes people just need a little understanding the same way that you would want it for you. I said all that to say that being able to strengthen the relationships that you have is going to be super important, especially in this time. Being able to find those things within the relationships that you have um, that makes things matter, that makes things count. You want to be able to speak to people on a level that helps them to understand the number one, you're grateful for them. And number two, that you're in this with them, just like they're in this with you. And that there's a mutual respect and a mutual kindness, a mutual care, a mutual love that you all have for each other. And lastly, I want to talk about vulnerability. Um, vulnerability, I'll be honest. Um, a lot of people say, well, vulnerability isn't easy for men. Let me tell you the truth. It's not easy for some of us women either. It's sure as heck not. It's not easy for me. Um, I don't like feeling like I have to need anything or anybody else. And that is something that I have to get beyond for myself. I don't like needing people. I don't like having to say, you know, I have a need and help me. And there's this thing in my mind that feels like it's so real. It feels like it's so detrimental to me that like I need help. I need help knowing the truth about myself. Okay. So let's, let's get real, real quick. Sometimes some of us need help knowing that we are okay. Some of us need help knowing that we are enough. And being able to have those strong relationships that I mentioned before is very, very helpful 
when you are learning and discovering vulnerability for yourself. Um, I watched an episode of the show that came out called All American, and a lot of people um, can identify with what the football player was saying. He was telling his dad who was dying all these things, and his dad was like, man, I really respect your vulnerability because a lot of us were not taught that vulnerability was strong. And that thing set me ablaze because I was like, this is true. I was never taught that vulnerability was strong. I was never taught that vulnerability was okay. I was always taught that vulnerability was weakness and you had to kind of sweep it under the rug. I was taught that people who can't handle and who don't handle their business are the ones who cry. And it's not to say that sometimes you don't need to suck up your tears and, and keep it moving and press, but it's also not to say that your tears don't matter. It's also not to say that, you know, when you have tears, that it's not okay to express them. And so it's just like, you know, how do you come to a point where a lot of people like me have been told those things and you get to a point where you start believing them and you start feeling like, man, that's the only thing that can that can really take place in my life. And it's just like, what's next? Why can't I be vulnerable? Why can't I say that this thing is hurting? Why can't I say, why do I have to feel like there is something wrong with me? Because I am not in agreement with a certain thing. And I come from a family where, you know, just like every other black family, like a lot of our families, are, and not even just black families, because I've heard it from several different races, keep the family business in the house at all costs. It's said different ways in different cultures, but the, the, the basic premise of it is you don't share what goes on inside this house, outside of this house. You don't talk about the things that we're facing inside this house to anybody who's outside of this house. In some regards, I get it because people don't need to be in your business, but sometimes you need help. And if you need help and you need to talk about talk to a friend that you trust, not just everybody, because everybody's not in your corner, but um, to a friend that you trust or to a therapist or to a counselor or to somebody, then take that opportunity to talk to that person. We don't have, this is the day where we don't have to be afraid anymore. This is the day where we don't have to keep this stuff bottled up, bottled up anymore. You don't even have to go face to face to see somebody for therapy anymore. You can have online therapy. You can have um, therapy in group sessions. You can have music therapy. You can have art therapy. It's all kind of ways to be able to go beyond what you're facing right now, the things that you're struggling with. And for me, talking about vulnerability, um, when dealing with those kind of things, it's okay to advocate yourself, advocate for yourself and say that certain things just aren't for you. Because when I started therapy, there was, I started with a therapist who was super nice. She was nice. And she was, well, no, that's the second therapist. I'm on therapist number three now. But um, <laughs> so the first one, she was too expensive and it was more of a cheerleading situation. And I me personally, I don't need a cheerleader. I need more of a person who's going to, yes, um, hear me and who can be able to go forward and say, okay, you know, this is what I'm seeing. Here are some tools to be able to help you um, get with this thing. And here are some ways that we can kind of track our progress. And here are some ways that we can kind of feel like, okay, 
you're not alone and you're helped and you're supported and all that kind of stuff. So to where it's like a, a mixture of being somewhat of a cheerleader or instead of a cheerleader, being a support, uh, but then also being a person who can actually uh, give me truths about what's going on in my life about what I'm facing and truths about how I can uh, face those things head on. One of the things that is helping me like dramatically is this thing called radical acceptance. And um, I don't think many people know about what radical acceptance is, but basically what radical acceptance is, is one of the four options that you have for any problem, according to psychology today. Radical acceptance is about accepting life on life's terms and not resisting what you cannot or choose not to change. Radical acceptance is about saying yes to life just as it is. Being able to see what's happening in front of you and not assign it to you. Now, let me let me make it clear. When you radically accept something, you say, this situation has occurred. This situation is real. And this situation may or may not have anything to do with me. Now, if it does have something to do with me, I accept my part in it. I own up to my part in it and I forgive myself for that. But I'm also going to learn and grow from the part that I played in that. Radical acceptance is also, um, I see the situation for what it is. And I also realize that that situation has absolutely nothing to do with me. And for those of us who like to blame ourselves for everything, radical acceptance is like a shift in the way that we think about these situations. Well, this only happened because it always happens to me. This only happens because people like me never get anything other than this thing right here. And so with radical acceptance, for me, it's a way to set myself free from those negative self-talking points that I've heard over and over about how I did this or how I'm only worthy of that. And I kind of... I. I learned about that thing and I was just so happy to be able to know that, you know, first of all, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one who's dealing with something like this and it's okay. You know, I don't have to face this alone and I don't have to just accept it. I don't have to accept that this is my fate and this is where I'll be for forever and always. And, and that encourages me. It encourages me that possibilities exist. It encourages me that possibilities are here and are, are in this moment for myself and for everybody around me. Um, and, you know, one of the things I say about the Sunshine State all the time is like, we are in this journey together. And I'll be honest, I felt like I abandoned the journey for a while. But honestly, it was because I was at a point where I couldn't face all of the things that were part of my journey. And I had to take a step back and really realize and, and look at and pinpoint and be truthful with myself and my wonderful therapist about what it is that I'm facing right now and about why those things are so difficult for me to accept in this moment. And I'll tell you one thing. I've been making some breakthroughs, but I'll tell you, therapy is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life outside of parenthood. Well, shoot, those things are the two hardest things I've ever had to do because with with both of them, you have to be vulnerable. With both of them, you have to be honest because in uh, parenthood, you have to be honest because you're like, whoa, these are things that I used to do. These are things that I don't like to display and I don't necessarily know how to help change these things. I don't know how to help mold this person into the person that, that I want them to be. And then you also have to realize, well, you can't technically control everything that this little person will be. 
you have to let this little person be who they are. And then that's a whole nother set of issues because it's like, well, why not? I want them to be this perfect person. It's like, chill, <laughs> chill. They're not going to be this perfect person. They're going to be exactly who they are. They're, they're going to be exactly who they were created to be. And sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow. And then on the, on the flip side with therapy, it's hard because you got to be vulnerable and honest with a complete stranger. You have to build trust with somebody you do not know. You have to build trust with a person who is like, I don't know you. I don't know who you're talking to about me. I don't know if you're thinking I'm crazy in the back of your head. I don't know nothing about you. And so <laughs> all of those things are difficult to be able to like, think about. And so those things are like, man, like how do I come full circle with those things? How do I come full circle with knowing that even though it's hard for me to be vulnerable in those situations, I can still move on and I can still be successful in those things and I can still be happy and content in those things and find the joy in those things. <laughs> I'm telling you, this, this whole thing called life is a conundrum, uh, if ever there was a conundrum. This life, this thing called life is that. Because I'm telling you, the more I learn about myself, the more I realize that there are things that I just don't know yet about myself and about this world. And is it's a journey. And I'll tell you, it's worth it. But I'm telling you, it's a hard process in the in, in the pro in the process. It's hard, you know, to be able to see and discover those things about yourself and not just ball up in a little ball of pity and say, oh, woe is me. This happened to me. This is me. Because I'll tell you, that is also me. I also um, I'm a person who tries not to. But a lot of times I go into what a friend of mine calls Lodabar and <laughs> I start feeling bad about myself. It's It's a lot to all take in at once. But I am confident that just like me, we can all figure out ways to be able to manage, to be grateful, to be kind and loving to ourselves through this entire process because there is absolutely nothing in this world that is more important than the relationship that we have with ourselves. I am of the frame of mind that I didn't automatically think positively about myself. But now that I'm beginning on that road and on that journey to thinking positive about myself, I'm having to tell myself that it's okay to be confident in myself, that it's okay to feel self-aware. It's okay to feel like I'm okay. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to accept and receive joy. It's okay to give. All of those things are okay. And it doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that someone else has the upper hand on you. It just means that you are a living, breathing being who is willing, worthy, and available for love. That's all it means. And I'll leave you guys with that. Um, I'm, I'm super happy to be able to be back to talk and to share these things with you. The Sunshine State is definitely a dear part of my heart and it never left. But I did realize that until I could do a podcast without tearing up <laughs> uh, and without feeling like I was being fake, I needed to hold off on it and I needed to do some more self-work and then I can share all those things that I'm going through. And I'll tell you one thing is it's not easy to just sit up here and share because, you know, you walk around wondering if you got a target on your back for people who are like, oh, that's the girl that deals with that. Mm -hmm. 
whatever, <laughs> whatever. But anywho, thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, um, be kind to yourselves, be kind to each other, operate in gratitude and operate in love because you are worthy of it. And as we all are, and I'm so grateful to know those things and be discovering those things for myself along this journey. Again, my name is Sunshine Wiley. I am your host. Um, feel free to subscribe, like, and share. Um, and also visit the website, www.sunshinestate.com. That's www.sunshinestate.com. And sunshine is spelled with an O. Um, we're available on all platforms. And I certainly do appreciate all the support that you guys have provided and all the encouragement that you guys have given throughout this time of my quote-unquote hiatus and I'm back and I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you guys again thanks again for everything that you guys do love you guys so stand out stand out stand out your you're free, absolutely where you Thank you for joining the journey to the Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness.